Welcome to Maiden Speech. I'm your host, Monica Ferguson, self-worth and mindset coach and portrait photographer from New Zealand. And you are in the right place to get uplifted, empowered and inspired. I'm so lucky to have amazing guests come on and share their wisdom about all things related to personal development and being the best version of ourselves. I'm really passionate about reminding people that they are good enough and to have honest and vulnerable conversations where we connect on a real level and have lots of laughs. You can find me on Facebook at at Monica Ferguson Coaching, where you can join my group for extra inspiration. And I'm also on Instagram at mon3.0. Thanks so much for being here and please reach out and connect. I would love to hear from you. Let's get into it. Hey, hey friends, Monica Ferguson here and welcome back to my latest episode of Maiden Speech. I got to have Viola Hug come back who was on the podcast a couple of months ago who created this amazing conversation all around abundance. And this particular episode is all about having it all and what that means and how to make that happen and it's a much more spiritual conversation that I've than I have typically had so far so this is definitely going to be a conversation that really helps you to expand and to really step into that new level of trust and intuition and and really feeling out your inner guidance and what you feel drawn to and called to so check it out you guys Viola Hug is an intuitive coach and mentor, author, podcaster, and the creator of the Abundant Babes brand. Um, so definitely check out our previous podcast, All Around Abundance. She is she is the queen of abundance, and she has helped so many people shift their mindset and start to really attract new levels of abundance into their lives. So I hope you guys enjoy. Here we go. Viola, hello, welcome back. Hi, I'm so happy to be back. Thank you for asking me. Oh, me too. I'm so excited. I just listened again to our um, our last podcast. Oh, and it was, you were eight months pregnant at the time and now you have a baby. Oh <laughs> my gosh. So wild. So did he just turn one month old? Yeah, he's five, five and a half weeks at the moment. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Can I just say you're pretty cool? Like you're so cool and calm about the whole thing. I love it. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's seriously the coolest thing ever. Like I can't even, like it's so hard to put into words the tra- what the transition's been like for me because it's kind of like I don't really feel different, but I feel like very, uh, I don't know, like this is the right thing, you know? Like it's just, there's no words to describe it, but for me it's felt very natural. It's felt really beautiful I just can't get over how cute my son is like he is and I like maybe I have parent goggles I don't give a f like he's cute he's He's very cute yeah (laughs) (laughs) he's so cute and like just before we started this recording and we just got him this like play gym thing so it's like this um little thing that you lay them on and do tummy time and stuff like that that has like specific things on it to help their brain development. And it's like for zero to three months and then four to six months and all these things. And he was so cute. I put him on it for the first time and he's like, oh, like really excited by it and smiling. Oh my gosh. It's just like, I'm obsessed. And yeah, there, there's my mummy spiel. <laughs> I, love- <laughs> I love it. But you didn't go into it. Like often mums talk about things like, you notice this on Facebook and when you don't have kids you notice it way more people are like yay someone used the potty today and you're like 
is this acceptable? Like, is this acceptable to put on Facebook? But everyone's different. I, it's different. We're at yeah. different stages and um, different things are important. Right now, I have never considered what that would be like. <laughs> but, you know, at some point I will. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it's so funny as well because both my husband and I are like, um, before we had a baby, like even when I was pregnant, I was like, I just can't imagine like, you know, being one of those people that sets my screensaver as a, my baby my screensaver on my phone is my baby right now. <laughs> like, I feel like you just get so obsessed. Like, they're just like, and I honestly still, like, to me, I mean, you know, I'm a spiritual person. And so the whole pregnancy and labor and birth process was such a, like, a spiritual experience for me because I could not get over the fact that my body, like, I mean, sometimes we get a little ego about it and we're like, I built a baby and I built you and, you know, like I made you. So whatever, <laughs> you know, sometimes we can kind of be in that paradigm around it. But to me, it was just like, really like, I'm, I have nothing to do with this process. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I initiated it, but my body in its innate wisdom is literally constructing the meat suit that a soul will be channeled into through my being like I could not get over how friggin insane that is and when I look at him now I just think like he's another person with you know who's going to develop his own personality his own perspectives his own opinions and views and interests and all of these things like he's another human being on this planet that literally was channeled through me and it's so hard for me to connect the dots how he came out of me. Like, I'm just like, wait, yeah. what? you know, it's just, yeah, I'm really blown away by that. So, I mean, like I'm already someone who like, I'm super, like I said, spiritual. And I also have such a love for being human. Like I'm not one of those people that just wants to live in the cosmos all the time. I'm just like, F yes, being a human is the coolest thing ever. I'm so grateful for this experience. I love the planet. I love mother earth. Like I, and I have this like I don't know, beautiful dance between the two. And I just feel like my appreciation for the human experience that we get to have and everything that we get to choose to experience in this lifetime, my appreciation for that is just like deepened to a whole new level. Mm. Yeah. Which I love about, cause I'm sure I read or I heard something cause I stalk you obviously. Um, <laughs> but I heard something the other day and you're talking about, I think it was one of your podcasts, actually another one. And you're talking about that thing that it's like, you know, we couldn't actually have, all of these amazing experiences without the human, but mm-hmm. we so often forget, like we actually forget to yeah. be in, in our body and be present and be appreciative for the sunset that you can look at through your eyes, you know, all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff. I love mm-hmm. that. Yeah, um, totally. So this is so exciting because I actually have no idea where this is going to go, which is kind of how <laughs> I love to roll. Um, mm-hmm. But the other day I read one of your posts and in it you said you can have it all. And it just like triggered something in me. And I was like, yes, we're going to create a podcast and it's going to be about that exact thing. Because last time you were here, we had this amazing conversation about abundance, which by the way, so many people have listened to. And I've had so many, and I've just been sending it to everyone like, oh, money mindset, listen to Viola. If you go and get the book. And it's been so awesome to hear like all this feedback oh, I've been getting on your you. behalf. So know that. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I thought this is, to me, this feels like the next level. So it's like, yeah, we can absolutely master our abundance and stuff like that. But then this, to me feels expensive so it feels like mm. all right level two um so I guess if we start with that and I love that because you're you know, and you're so open about you know motherhood and all that stuff in your life and it's like you share all of that which is having it all right it's like it's literally not we're not compartmentalizing into one aspect of yeah. your life so I would love mm. to hear from you what 
having it all means to you. Yeah, um, I think the concept for me, and I'm so like passionate about it. Like when you hear me talk about, it, I'm like, we fucking have it all, okay? Like, don't you yeah. challenge me on that? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, if I had, you know, how there's those memes that go around and they have like the post and it's like, change my mind, <laughs> and it's like you would never yeah. change my mind because um, I think like I've always had this feeling internally that we like, why would we be designed to only experience parts of ourselves, you know, and parts of our potential and parts of what the world has to offer. But then um, just because of the human conditioning and um, I guess like, you know, the, the consciousness in humanity has been rising. Like, you know, we've been continuously elevating and growing and understanding and creating more depth. And that's why we see such an evolution from the way things used to be versus the world we live in today. And this year, 2020s, I mean, it's a massive catal- catalyst. You know, I really feel like it's a divine year for really shifting things in a very big way, like, you know, new earth vibes, all that kind of stuff. But um, I've had this feeling inside that we always get to have that. But then through all of this conditioning, you kind of get told it's like, well, you can have a successful career or you can have, um, you know, a family. You can have um, intimacy or you can, you know, not fight with your partner. Like, you know, you can Mm. have this or you can have that. And that just like made me want to gag when people said that to me. Like, I joke that, you know, those like, what would you rather things when people are like, would you rather this or would you rather that? Like my whole life, I've refused (laughs) to answer those because one, if they're like stupid and like creepy, I'm just like, I would rather neither of those. I do not have to pick one. And then if they're like two really good things, I'm like, I'm having both. Like, screw that. Screw the idea that I have to choose. And I think that's because somewhere in my soul, I knew that. Like everything that we desire, we do get Mm. to create a life. And I understand like every single person, every single human, like um, different backgrounds, different, you know, skin colors, different mindsets, different families, different starting points. Like we all have a set point as a human that we come into this world with where we inherit um, beliefs. We inherit um, societal conditioning and uh, you know, all of these different things. And I think with the Black Lives Matter movement, it's like even, you know, we're seeing how, I mean, a lot of us are waking up to how different pe- parts of society are even are born into more oppression or different things like mm-hmm. that, right? So it's like, we all have this starting point, but our soul knew that, you know what I mean? Like our soul knew that and our soul still is as expansive and has as much access. And we all have this, own unique journey that we can go on to discover and to um, experience and to be a part of whatever having it all means for us. So, I mean, that was a massive spiel, but that's what it means. (laughs) It means like literally everything that you desire, you get to have it. Like take me for example, to continue my spiel. I love it. You just roll. You go, girl, you go. (laughs) You can tell I'm a podcaster as well. I can just talk and talk and talk. Um, (laughs) Okay. So um, for me, for example, I grew up with this, like, okay, maybe I, you know, do have to choose. And my soul's like, no, you will never have to choose. And I was like, oh, we'll see what happens. And then, um, you know, for a long time, as I was in my struggling entrepreneur years, you can hear more about that probably in the other episode. Mm -hmm. Um, But I, I was experiencing this, like, 
inner knowing that I could, but it was very hard in the, in my external world. And I think a lot of it clicked for me when I also started to realize it's not just about having things in your life. It's not just about ticking things off. It's not just like have a baby tick, have a business tick, make money tick. It's about true fulfillment. It's about really doing things in a way that you feel lights you up. That helps you actually like feel this like evolution that helps you feel like you're making a difference. That makes you feel like yeah, I think this like internal growth and in a way that you also know is supporting the planet, like supporting other people is where this like internal feeling comes from as well. And now I like live my life and I'm just like, whatever, it's my life. But it, I sometimes forget how unique the way I live is. I mean, I'm in a relationship. <laughs> yeah. This is my 10th year with my husband and we are still as passionate as in love, like so like I, what's the word? Um, I don't know. We get along so well and it's so beautiful. You know, there's so much harmony in our relationship. There's so much expansiveness. We grow together. On top of that, we both don't work traditional jobs. I have my business that in, um, you know, less than two years, I built to well over a quarter of a million dollar business um, after my struggle years, just to plug that in there. But, you know, like <laughs> when I started my coaching business, um, so we have money. We, we have a, an amazing relationship. We now have a family and that includes my son Milo and my cat Max, <laughs> you know, and we have time freedom. We have like this true feeling of happiness and, and still wonder and possibility. Like we've just come out of traveling. There's just like so many things that I typically see in society, people think don't go together, you know, and I'm just like, whatever, I do get to have it all. And now I just laugh, you know, I was saying to Monica before the podcast, I might need to feed my baby during the podcast, we'll see, you know, and I did a training inside of someone's program for them, like a guest speaker training yesterday. And I ended up having to feed Milo and there people were like laughing. They're like, oh, it's so funny watching you just like navigate it so simplistically. But to me, it's not even a question. It's just like, this is my life. This is who I am. This is what I desire. And I'm fucking gonna own it and have it. Yeah. I love that so much. I've just been writing down random words. Um, (laughs) Which is a, 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 this is a change from last time because I had like pages, like screeds of notes. But I was just thinking about that thing of, to me, this this is a very spiritual conversation, actually, which I think mm-hmm. is so important because the one of the words that keeps popping into my head is wonder. Like you have to actually have that sense of wonder, right? And that that feeling of like it doesn't have to be the way that someone else has raised you to think about things, your beliefs and stuff like that. But you have to actually be courageous enough to think maybe I could do that. Mate, what if I could? What if this happened? What if I had this, this, and this? And it's like. Mm-hmm. So the resistance that people, you know, in terms of limits and the sort of things that we put on ourselves, it's so interesting how, how much we block ourselves from actually having, because like we won't even allow our minds to go there. So I feel like that, um, because I love in your book as well, how you talk about that, like you always had that feeling of, and like that was the the answer you gave at the end of the last podcast around 15 year old Mm -hmm. Viola. And you're like that you're magic. And it's Mm -hmm. like, how many of us have forgotten that? How many of us have actually forgotten that we are meant for massive abundance. You know, we're mm-hmm. born to be abundant. We're born to have everything that we desire, exactly like you say. But then it just gets conditioned out of us and we just yeah. accept it and we hang out with people who also believe it and who also put limits on us. And mm-hmm. I just like, there's my rant. Like, <laughs> I'm just like, Bleh. but that's, yeah. this is the thing. I feel like getting around people like you, getting in these like-minded circles where 
you're actually encouraged and also held to that level. Whereas like, mm. I'm actually not going to accept your limits. Like mm-hmm. oh, I can't do it because of this. Yeah. Excuse me. <laughs> what a load of crap. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, and that's now the other thing. Well, yeah. Off you go. Off you go. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, I'm, I was just going to add one small note. Like I, that's one yeah. of the things that I think is so wonderful. And like the work that I do and in the programs that I run or, or especially with my one-on-one clients is like, that's really what people come there for. Like, yes. Cause like, for those of you who don't know, this is the first time that you're listening. I'm a coach for spiritual entrepreneurs and it is business coaching, but it is like so much more than that because I don't, it's, it is, um, we talk about, you know, I call it soul strategy and I call it soul strategy because there is no cookie cutter to success. Like we all have a unique success blueprint. My goal is to help you channel that and you align with that, not just like tell you what to do, but then at the same time as well, there's like, you know, once you kind of start figuring out what you want to do and what's aligned for you, then we can obviously talk strategy. But one of the main most powerful things is the fact that when a client shows up, I know who they're desiring to be. Like I'm tapping into their soul energy and I hold them to the standard of their higher self. Right. So, so that's the thing. And when you say like, you know, we're around people who don't get it and, you know, and it kind of limits our thinking. It's, I think as well though, like, again, like our soul knows what it's doing. And, um, not necessarily everyone's life mission in terms of their why their soul came to earth is to have that discovery this lifetime you know but then there are those of us that are and i do believe that we come across the right things at the right moment and then that's where human choice comes in though right so it's like suddenly we're led to a podcast Mm -hmm. where they're talking about this suddenly we're um, seeing Facebook posts, we're running into people, things are coming up in conversations, we're like intrigued by the crystal shop, like all these things are happening. And yeah. it's then that's where it's a little bit like, oh, it's a little bit out of my comfort zone, but am I gonna explore it? Like, that's where we have that human choice. Um, yeah, anyway, th- that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I love so much the, the thing about the cookie cutter approach, because now that I just listened to our previous podcast again, when you were talking about, um, yeah, pretty much like success in terms of following your own guidance, right? And I love that because how often do you actually hear that? Most of the time it's like, follow my program. These are the 12 steps to do this. And it's like, you actually forget that you already have all the guidance, all the answers. And like what I'm guided to do is going to be different to what you're guided to do, you know, because we're, we've got different missions and we need different things at different times and, and all that mm-hmm. sort of stuff. And I yeah. love, um, and outside of these podcasts, conversations we've had before, I remember saying to you that I was, re- I was feeling really called to sing. And, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, is it part yeah. of my business? Should I be singing? Da, 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 da. And it was actually, it was honestly, in order to help me find my voice, it was in order to like, to give me my power. And, and I remember you saying, and I never, I will never forget this about when you get those instincts and you feel so prompted and called to do stuff, you act on it now, because Mm -hmm. actually that is the next step. And it's like, I think this is where the the spirituality that comes in, right? And I've just written here, trust and faith, because I think so often, and I mean, I know for me as well, you know, this is the sort of thing that's going on with me at the moment is wanting to know the end result, wanting to see how the, all the pieces click together, you know, and you're mm-hmm. like, but how, and it's like, but that's not up to us. My mission is if I'm prompted to sing, go and sing, just do it. And then the next thing will unfold. And it, it does become really magical. And I think that's where this, the faith and the trust bit kicks in where you have to have that broader understanding that there is so much more going on than what we can see. Yeah. 
And I think that's like the beautiful thing about desire. You know, like I talk about desire a lot in my work and um, I love that word. And I Mm. choose to use that word often over and above things like what we want and what we need because we get confused sometimes. We think that the things that we desire or the things that we actually need in our life. It's like, I need, like, I really need to make 10K. <laughs> no, nobody needs to make 10K. <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you desire that. You want to experience that. And, and I think there's like, you know, there are things in our life that we need. We need our, you know, our security, our, our home, our food, that kind of stuff. Cool. I mean, maybe that's 10K. I don't know. But um <laughs> you know, there's, there's kind of the things that we need, but when we're coming from need energy, it's often desperation. And that's often like the, the scarcity or the, the part of us that feels unsafe that wants need. Right. So it's like, I need this. And, and it's like, it's almost like I need to make money in my business because I don't want to work at my job anymore. You know, I need to do this because this and this Mm -hmm. and this, and, um, that's great. But what happens when we only operate out of need, and I'm going on a total side tangent, I'll get back to the original point. No, soon. I love it. I love um, how we roll. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I should stop even narrating that because to be honest, it's just going to keep happening. It's expected. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the, the thing is, is that once we start like experiencing things beyond what we need, if we're only, if we can only kind of like find that internal motivation and that guide and like whatever, when we're in need, that means that we often create either a situation where we're, we now plateau because we're like, damn, I don't, I, you know, I'm saying that I need to make more money in my business or my next goal is this, or maybe it's that you even say you want it, but you only know how to operate out of need. Then it's like you either plateau or also what happens is you create circumstances that create the need. Like you get a bill then the client quits then you know things happen that then turn your potential desire into a need um so anyway it's like really powerful to play around with the concept of desire so it's like you don't need to justify why the f you want something like if you want to be a millionaire if you want to experience a new client if you want to you know take yourself to the next level whatever that means in your life in any area of your life you're allowed to just freaking want that you don't have to be like i need it and you don't have to justify it right like our soul's just gonna desire 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 and um then I also prefer that word over wanting because wanting often creates wanting energy. You know, when we talk about, you know, manifestation, people say, if you say, I want this, then it manifests the wanting of it rather than the actual yeah. thing. That's more mm-hmm. manifestation speak. But yeah. So then in terms of desire, um, I think the most beautiful thing about it is, is that it, it's planted into us, right? We, where does it come from? Suddenly we're just like, oh, wouldn't it be so cool if I was like changing the world with my message? And, you know, wouldn't it be so cool if I, you know, was an author one day and we might not even have anything in our mind that we would ever write about in a book, right? We don't don't have any idea how we ever make a million dollars or a billion dollars or whatever it is. You know, we don't have any idea how we'd impact people, but we just have this weird desire. We're just like, the soul is very, very smart, right? The higher self, it's tricky, tricky. And it knows that, (laughs) (laughs) it can lure you forward with the right things, right? So it's kind of like the end vision is this thing. And we, nobody friggin' imagines, um, well, I mean, 
maybe some people, but I'm assuming anybody listening to this, we don't imagine making, you know, like stepping into wealth or, um, you know, writing a book unless it's also in a way that's really fulfilling, right? It's not like many of us are like, I want to make a million dollars. I don't know, like on the black market, you know, where we say, (laughs) I want to make a million dollars and you know, you imagine the impact that you can make. You imagine what that would mean in your life and what that would mean for the world and other people, what you could do with the money, how you could help more people. Like, you know, you like see a GoFundMe for someone and you're just like, oh my God, I wish I could just donate like $100,000. Like, you know, you see these things and it's like that desire is usually in a really like heart-centered way. And um, so anyway, we have this desire and our soul's kind of like giving us the compass we don't need to know the full roadmap though, because chances are we as our current self don't yet comprehend what it's going to take. Right. And an example is that before I was a coach, I imagined living the kind of lifestyle that I'm living now. Like I literally used to journal this lifestyle and like in my manifestation book, um, but I never once considered I would be coaching because I didn't even know what a coach was. Like I, well, maybe I'd heard of it, but I maybe a football coach or like, you know, sports coach, but I'd never considered the career of being a coach. You know, I knew I loved helping people. I knew I loved communicating with people. I knew I loved sharing my message. I knew I loved all of these things, but I didn't put the pieces together before. Right. But my soul led me to, Um, you know, I mean, starting at the point where right before I started my coaching business, my soul led me to something's going to come up and you're going to know that it's, it's a sign. And I'm like, what the F does that mean? You know, that came through in a meditation. What does that mean? You're something's going to (laughs) come and you're going to know it's a sign. Um, okay. Anyway, then I see a program (laughs) that's launching on my birthday and I'm like, I got this little zing in my body. I'm like, this kind of feels like it's a sign. And it's this program. Like, should I do this program? The program was on, um, you know, creating success in a business that channels your purpose. And at this point, I'm like pretty, you know, feeling a change, desiring a change, but not really sure what to do. And I'm like, this sounds really interesting. I follow that cue. Within that, the coach of the program says to me, I feel like you're meant to start a coaching business. And I'm like, huh never really considered it before, (laughs) you know? And it's like all of these things happen that I had no idea would lead me to this lifestyle that I live now. And I mean, maybe if someone had showed me the entire roadmap, I would have still ended up here. But I think also I could have been overthinking it. I wouldn't have been as in the moment. I wouldn't have been as able to embrace it. You know, like we get shown the steps that we're meant to take. And that's, Yeah, that's the beauty of it. And like you said, that's like, we're able to see the next best step. Our soul channels it through. And that's what we're meant to do now, not in six months, not when you feel like it, have the courage and do it now. Yeah, I love that. And I love too the the thought of being really connected and aligned with the end, but not needing to understand how it's going to unfold. And I feel like that is the process that can be so tricky to learn Mm -hmm. is to actually have faith and trust because Mm -hmm. you know like our minds will battle and but why but how but what if this happens but what if no one no one pays you but what if you get no clients and all that stuff that comes up and it's like coming what I found that's really interesting is it's always my head right that will do that and when I drop down Mm -hmm. into like my gut I'm like and it's just this instant like inner peace and you're like Mm -hmm. it's all good so you're like my head's like ah but what if this what if that and I'm like what does my intuition feel about this 
the zen like you mm-hmm. know you get this vision of like the waves like the still ocean and you're like okay so yeah. this is actually not my truth like the truth is that everything is working out in a beautiful way and I have to just stay present mm-hmm. and stay grounded and stay grateful in this moment and then all these mm-hmm. magical things start happening yeah. But yeah and so that that's like I think the desire like hear me now if you're listening to this we do not receive things to desire like we do not have desires unless they're meant for us which means they are inevitable (laughs) definition of inevitable it's going to fucking happen (laughs) like yeah okay yes there's examples of in the world where people have had a desire and it didn't happen but probably they didn't trust that their desires were inevitable probably that that didn't translate to courage to take action when they didn't understand how it's going to work out you know like the things that you desire are inevitable so if you try this idea that you have and it doesn't work out okay then that was something that you were meant to learn in order to have the things that are inevitable and it's like it's so funny because I'm like so cool and chill when I talk about it because like a lot of my (laughs) desires like I'm obviously a self cute desires that I'm um, working towards but a lot of the things that I desired um you know like money and a home and I don't know like all these things they're things I have now so it's easy for me to say this but there was so much of my life where I didn't have those things and in that time though I had to keep reminding myself that the things I wanted are inevitable like literally in every hard moment I had I would just picture my life when one day I'm like speaking on a TED stage, like sharing the story or helping a client through a breakthrough that's going through a similar situation. Like I, that's how I got myself through challenge is by imagining one day it being part of my story. And I can be like, I got through this and look, you know, you can do it too. Um, and so it's like, yeah, it's this reminder that our success really, really is inevitable. And I feel like there was one more thing you said that I was like, oh, I want to talk about that, but maybe we'll come back. (laughs) I am. I honestly, I've got some more t-shirt quotes for you. We talked about that last time. Things that should go on. (laughs) What you desire is inevitable. And then like a face of you, like a caricature or something of you that we'll work. We'll talk about that later. But um, what I keep thinking about is this, this thing of desire. I love the word desire. It feels so good. And this is so good. I've just written down just to reiterate to everyone. We don't have desires unless they're meant for us, which means it's inevitable. Boom, mm. drop the mic. Isn't mm. that beautiful though? Doesn't it just make, it mm. makes me want to cry. Like it makes me all warm yeah. and fuzzy. And I remember, oh, go, you go. <laughs> I remember what I was going to say. It's a point yeah. on what you were saying before, but like when you were dropping, your mind's like goes crazy and, and everyone listening right now, like you can relate to this. I can relate to this. It doesn't go away. Mm. Spoiler alert. It yeah. does not go away. <laughs> Um, the thing is, though, is that you get used to the relationship, you know, it's like when you first meet someone and it's kind of like, oh, this is new, this is new. And then it, eventually you're just like, okay, yeah, this is just what you do. And it's kind of like we get that relationship with our mind and our soul. Mm. Um, but this is what I call the beautiful, like it's a, a dance that we have to create between our human consciousness and our soul consciousness, right? So it's kind of like this 3D consciousness and 5D consciousness, which um, the 5D consciousness really, the root of it is our innate abundance, success, expansiveness. Like that's where all of that love and light, good vibe juju comes from, you know, is this fifth dimension vibe. The 3D though is um, our human vibe. It's our... Um, it's our experience of being able to experience ourselves, right? As a soul. So Mm -hmm. as a soul, we kind of just live in this bliss all the time. As a human, we have polarity. So we get to experience 
also as a human, we get to eat delicious food. We get to have sex. Like we get to do all these really fun <laughs> things. Like, you know, there's just like a lot of fun stuff that comes with being human. Um, and it's how we experience it. So everything that we desire that we truly, truly like in our heart are like, Oh my God, that would be so beautiful. Hugging people that we love. Like, um, watching the sunset, like you said, like all of those things mm. are human experiences. So sometimes we curse the human. We're like, oh, damn, the human limitations and my mind just overthinks and la da 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 da. And it's like, yeah, sure. It really seems like that's quote unquote sabotaging of our success. But what if we could learn to just love that part of ourselves? You know, what if we could learn to accept that we are also human? And if we want to experience the beautiful things that come along with being human, there's a part of us that's going to have to move through and walk alongside the conditioned parts of the human that feel fear right and innately or like you know originally those fears weren't for a bad thing they were for survival um through the world they've developed into different things that's okay but i always say it's like kind of this dance we have to like allow the mind sometimes or the mind goes away on us and then our soul remembers and we go oh yeah this isn't the truth. This isn't what I choose my reality to be. You know, like I don't want to go through the world thinking I'm always going to fail or I can't do this or everyone else is better than me. That's not the perspective I choose to have. So yeah. ah, let's swap back to the soul consciousness for a minute. What does the soul think? And then we have this calm and the soul's just like, haha, you silly little human. <laughs> You're yeah. fine. You know, you'll be okay. You know, this is all, it's all working out in your favor. And we have kind of this like, moment where this like flushes over us and then we have the mind and it's like but and then we're like it's okay you know thank you for showing me this fear and there's all this beautiful like shadow work we can do and we can dive into that and allow mm -hmm. that fear to show us where we can grow and all that wonderful stuff too but i always say it's like creating the sacred dance you don't need to shun the human you don't need to ever get rid of those limitations right mm -hmm. we need the human but we have to remind ourselves that to always kind of bring it back to the soul like have this dance have this like you know, it doesn't have to be harsh. It doesn't have to be like, oh, block that out of your mind. <laughs> Screw you. <laughs> it can be beautiful. And yeah, that's how I always imagine it is the stance. Yeah, I can actually say it. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel like the interesting thing, I've been so, probably the last, I reckon since we went into lockdown in New Zealand, I have been absolutely pushed now to fully surrender, to fully have trust and faith. And it's like, Whereas I was always able to see quite a long way into the distance and now it's like, no, 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 one day at a time, right? And what I think is so interesting is it's like you, you actually have a choice where you either surrender, you choose to have faith or you freak out and go to bed and just stay there for the rest of your life. Like, <laughs> it's like, it, it comes down to that, right? And what I think is interesting with the faith and the trust thing is that when you're really present, you start to see all these things unfolding very quickly. Like if you're, if you, if you're desiring to make a certain amount of money or you're desiring abundance or desiring whatever it may be, if you're, when you're present, all of a sudden you start to see all of these little synchronicities, all these things lining up, the perfect song comes on at the gas station and you're like, Oh, I love that. And you, I love how you talk about that zing in your body. Cause I get, I'm like tingles, you know, like goosebumps mm -hmm. and you're like, that was for me. That was for me. And I read this mm -hmm. beautiful thing the other day and it was talking about, rainbows and I was talking mm -hmm. about the universe made that for you and I and like it hit me so hard that like imagine that you know and I was driving down the yeah. road the other day and I see this rainbow and I have this really like innate that was made for me 
it's just this beautiful moment yeah. of like gratitude and it's like this is the incredible thing when we get out of our heads all of a sudden you notice like yesterday on the trail my thing is fantails at the moment I always want to cry just thinking about it and there's mm. this fantail that's like following me down the trail and it's like I wouldn't have noticed that had I been so consumed in my own head. But when you just trust yeah. and you're like, there's literally fantails dancing around me on my trail walk, you know, and there's rainbows everywhere and yeah, these perfect songs. And it's like so your beautiful. favorite song that just comes on and it's the exact lyric that you love and that you need and you know what it means to you. And it's like clear audience vibes, but <laughs> yeah, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But it's, um, yeah, it's just oh, incredible. It's so beautiful. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I feel like those, because that's where our power is, right? In the moment. And when I'm in that state in the moment, then all of, then this is where our whole trajectory changes anyway. And we start to call in that thing of, you can actually have it all because I'm not obsessed with, but what, where am I going to be in 10 years time? Like, da, 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 da. It's like, you're actually in the moment, which means that everything can come to you anyway. That's actually what I was going to say. Yeah. You're so right. Because it is about like how we are in the moment is what, gives us brings us to an inevitable goal but that's what I was gonna say it's like so easy now for me to be like oh yeah it's fine it's gonna happen but it only feels like it's far away before you get there and I feel like this is such an important thing to remember because time is a really interesting concept right Mm. we can look back like think back like for those of you who have children just like I mean I'm not in this experience yet because my son's only five weeks old but I hear it all the time you know people are like you blink and they're 10 years old you blink and they're grown up you know like it when you look back at something in your life or think back to like the start of lockdown think back to I don't know the last like big milestone you had in your life or something that stands out to you it's just like it literally when you look back in hindsight you're like oh my god that feels like it was not that long ago and then you know in some ways it feels like it's been forever as well but it's like this really interesting concept of time when we look back where time just literally flies by when we look forward though everything always feels so far away what i have to wait two years to be successful. I don't want it in 10 years. I want it now. You know, like we get this feeling of like impatience and um, I don't know. It's just like everything always feels like so much harder when it's in the future. But then when you have it, you're like, oh my gosh, like that. And like, I remember I had this like real aha moment with our perception of time when I uh, hit 10K for the first time, like 10K a month in my business. And it was like sometime in 2019, I think it was right around the time that I published my book. And um I had this moment where I literally said, I think I was on a live, maybe a live video or something. And I said, oh my God, it happened so quickly. And then I had this like flashback of me like a few years ago being like, what's taking so long? <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, past me would punch me in the face right now because she'd be like, you are such a dick. <laughs> that feels like forever away. But when you get it, it feels like you're just so, and anybody who's like in the desire, like wanting phase right now, I know how this sounds, but it's like when it happens, there's just such a profound internal sense of joy, knowing it's the right timing, knowing like every single version of you that kept going is like a fucking hero. You know, like you just have so much more love and appreciation for your past self. You just feel like it didn't take that long at all. Like there's just so much 
I know this is right feeling, you know, when you get there. Mm. And so it, it isn't actually far away. It just feels like it's going to be far away, but it's not, it is so not far away. And it really, for me, helps me put it into perspective when I think back in time, you know, when I think, oh, it might take me two years to achieve this. Oh, that feels far away. But then if I look back two years, I'm like, what? <laughs> that was just the other day, wasn't it? Wait, well, how did that, that happen? Um, so yeah, yeah, it's just it's just a reminder that when we when our mind gets away on us with that and everything feels so far away, the time's going to pass anyway. You mm. know, like it's gonna go by anyway. So you may as well, you know, be working on the things that you love and being courageous and figuring things out. And then eventually it's just gonna happen and feel so right. And you'll be like, oh, yeah. what did I ever worry about? <laughs> totally. Yes. And I love too that when you are like in that magical, you know, the universe is talking to me, there are the fantails and the rainbows. Like when you're in that vibe, you enjoy it. You're not like, oh, I'll be happy when I get that $10,000. You're like, every day feels so good. So it's not like you're in that. And I think that's the key as well. I've just written down here. I want to ask you about expectation because, you know, I love how like in your mind, like you always could see that life. You knew that that was your life. You knew that that was for you. And I feel like this is such a huge thing where I guess our limits and our beliefs kick in, where it's like, if you don't, um, oh, is this Baba? <laughs> it's feeding time. Oh my gosh, she's so gorgeous. You guys should see this. <laughs> um, yeah, this yeah. is Milo. <laughs> oh. oh my gosh, she's so snack. cute. Hey, Milo. He looks really like Nick, by the way. Yeah? <laughs> I'm saying really, like I'm, I'm saying Nick at the moment. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so what, what are your kind I'm, of... I'm you're all good. You you rock it, Mama. You rock it. Um, in terms of like expectation, what do you think about that? In terms of like actually calling stuff yeah. and manifesting. So I mean, okay. So there's expectation. I think like you're totally in your right to expect that you're gonna have everything you want. You know, like I do think that that is um, that's an okay perspective of expectation, but where we kind of trip ourselves up with when it comes to expectation is we expect the thing we thought was going to be the thing that was going to give us the results to be the thing. Right. So it's like, Ah, I'm going to launch this program and it is going to be the thing that makes me this money. Or I mean, I'm using money as an example a lot because I think we talked about it last time, but this, Mm. this is true for anything. It's like starting a business relationships, like health, like all the things, right. I'm going to do this diet plan and it's going to give me my six pack. Like, It's all the things that we expect. So it's like you totally have the divine right and you can totally expect in your lifetime to have a six pack. But if you put the expectation on it has to be this program, that's where we kind of don't allow for the universe's divine plan to work out which is usually mm. also a lot easier of a plan than the one we plan for ourselves. <laughs> Let me just yeah. say like working with the universe rather than trying to like mold it to something that it isn't naturally meant to be. Um, yeah. So I mean, with like the, the money example, for example, uh, for, for example, for example, um, <laughs> we have the you know goal to make um, a specific amount of income this month. And we say, well, I could make this if I launch a program and 10 people sign up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could, but you could also win $10,000 if your goal is $10,000. You could also have an unexpected pay rise. You could also 
find it in your freaking dryer. Like, I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. There are so many limitless ways for you to receive. And the universe knows all the tricks. Like the universe also loves showing off. So it loves creating really fun ways for you to experience different things. And I mean, one example is I have this like, um, this like fun little bundle that I created called portal to 10 K and it's like, I got this, that. <laughs> oh, you got it. Yeah. It's so fun. And it's like, uh, anyway, it's like about stepping into the portal for making 10, 10 K. And it's been so interesting having people message me, um, with all the different ways that they've been manifesting it. Like someone messaged me yesterday and they said that their husband um, like she started, she was doing the meditation that comes with the bundle and she finishes the meditation and her husband had won a $10,000 advertising budget for his business. And like his business was making like skyrocketing more in sales. Um, <laughs> even though with COVID it should have been technically less with the type of business it was. And um Another girl as well, like a lot of times we manifest through people as well, which is cool. Another girl, her part partner got a 10K pay rise after she'd done the training. Like, it's just like so, and then people obviously have been making money and stuff like that as well. But it's just been so interesting because if they would have expected it has to come through me signing this client or it has to come through me getting a pay rise or it has to come this way then you may have not noticed or been open to it, to receiving it in other ways. And so yeah, and this also this concept of expectation around how how we're going to receive the things that we desire uh, also comes through in goal setting, like I just mentioned before, because mm. our mind. Milo, you're okay. <laughs> oh my gosh, you good? Too much milk coming out. <laughs> He's like, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> sorry, bub. Um, so yeah, with this goal setting thing is like, uh, I think we shoot ourselves in the foot there quite a lot of times because what happens is sometimes we set a goal that we think we can make based on how we think we can make the money, right? We say, well, I'm launching a program. So I should be able to make this much money this month. Mm. Cool. Um, but that is like completely boxing yourself into predictability, which predictability is it's like, you think you can predict what you're going to make. So you're setting a safe little goal based on what you can predict. But guess what? The only things that are predictable are the things that are aligned with your current version, which is aligned with who you currently are and what you currently make and what you currently experience and does not leave room for expansion, right? So when we set goals purely out of predictability and our mind needs to conjure up how it's going to happen, we stay in this space where we literally don't allow expansion of our soul. Now with goal setting, like, I mean, I have like kind of like an interesting relationship with goal setting. I think it's so important to have intentions of where we're going, but I look at it from a very different perspective because I think people have a very complicated relationship with them. Like, you know, this predictability thing. I do think it's still important to have a predictable goal though, because the cool thing about a predictable goal is it gives you permission to celebrate even when you're achieving what you're always achieving. Right. Which is super important. Um, for our morale and for integration and all those things. But then when we start setting bigger goals, the same thing happens. Our mind gets in a way. It's like, well, this could happen if I signed a client and they paid in full. This could happen if this and this and this. Like we put limitations, expectations on how things can happen 
the universe is fucking magic. Why would we limit it? You know? So that's, I think like a really big thing um, in terms of expectation is you can expect what the desire, but not how it's going to happen. Yeah. I love that. But, and doesn't that take the pressure again, that comes back to that trust and faith thing where if you, yeah, if you're just connected to the big picture and how it feels and how good you feel and how impactful you are and like all that sort of stuff, then Mm -hmm. It makes total sense because it doesn't actually feel good to control things. It doesn't. I feel like, yeah, oh, like a relief when you go, okay, hand it over, sweet. Let's see what magic unfolds today. You just feel like you can breathe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, take May for example. May is the month that I had my baby, and he was due the third of May. And so kind of in my head already from like end of April, I'm like, he could be born any minute. And so as much as I was trying not to be like completely obsessed every moment of every day being like, am I in labor yet? (laughs) You (laughs) kind of can't help it. Like I tell you what, like you just, because every single like movement and I've never been pregnant before. So I didn't know what to expect or what it would feel like. So everything I felt, I was like, is this labor, (laughs) you know, every day. So I was very like present, which is good, but I had no kind of concept for other things. Mind you, side note, I did create Portal to 10K while I was waiting for my baby to be born. That just channeled through and it felt so effortless and exciting to make. But um, other than that, like I was so just in the moment of enjoying the month, enjoying my last moments before my baby came, like trying to make the most of enjoying the pregnancy while I still was pregnant. Um, And then also having my baby and him being a newborn and stuff towards the end of May, he was uh, born on the 16th. So all of May, I was kind of very preoccupied with other things in my life. Like I was not trying to sell, sell things. I was not launching things. I was not doing anything kind of like outwardly my business. And I had one of my best, I think it's my second best income month of the year that month, you know? And it's like, where the heck did this income even come from? Like I, and I, I would need to go back and actually find out because I have no idea how I made that much money because I, it doesn't feel like I did any work or I did anything, but that's the beauty of being able to just like trust and, and tap into that flow is that things just happen. And yeah, I mean, I say that with a bit of cautionary because it's not just about being like, everything's just going to work out. Like I've put myself in a position in my life where I'm aligned with things just happening. Like I've created Mm -hmm. this. This was not the first experience in the first month of my business. You know, I've been consistently following my intuition. I've been consistently sharing my message. Um, But the point is, is that I you know, I was really wanting to create a life and a business where I could just focus on the excitement of having a baby when that time came for me and not have to worry about money, you know, and that is the experience that was created in my life because of that. And it, I wasn't freaking out at all about money. I wasn't worrying if I would get paid or not. I, I wasn't actually even like, like it wouldn't have mattered if I made money that month or not really, but it was just like, so fun and I like I remember even when I was in labor like I like one time like would check my phone and there'd be like a random payment from someone I'd be like what's that for and I was like I'll check it later (laughs) you know yeah and it's just like funny things like that just kept happening and it's just so wonderful like when you just surrender into the the you know magic that the universe can provide for us amazing and I feel like that's that's the key you know and that's what I've been really putting into practice the last few months is that exact thing it's like we can do all the things 
we can everyone already has all the skills they need they already have everything often you know it's all sitting there it's ready to go but it's just that last little piece like putting that into place where you fully trust you fully surrender and then all these amazing things happen and i also just want to say um people should totally go back and listen to our last podcast because you went so in depth about abundance because mm-hmm. there's the mindset that you have is so awesome to listen to because it's just so like there's no there's no surprise why you've created this life for yourself you know mm-hmm. um but it's like the work is actually getting to that that place of trust and surrender and faith and trusting yeah. your intuition and and not actually paying attention so much to what everyone else thinks and is doing but what your own inner guidance tells mm-hmm. you to do and i feel like yeah. that last podcast will help people a lot with that um, oh yeah that was so good. oh my god oh my gosh time flies it's been almost an hour yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, i know i just saw the time too i was like what the heck <laughs> I know I just like go into some sort of weird vortex and just like yeah (laughs) um but I think we should just wrap it up there that was absolutely absolutely amazing and then if you've got any like final words of wisdom for people around desire that would be awesome Mm -hmm. okay around desire yeah Um, I love that word now I love that word I'm gonna start using it (laughs) no it's like it feels like it just like brings something up within you yeah I think like and another reason why I love that word so much is because it is so connected to our intuition and it is so connected to our soul's truth and um Mm. and I think you know I don't think there's really wrong decisions that we make um in terms of our soul evolution like our human can be like oh no it's a bad idea but in terms of our soul evolution like we can't really make wrong decisions so I think it's important as well to like it's not saying like oh if you don't have the courage and if you don't take the leap you're not aligned and you're not this like it's not about that like screw that there's no hierarchy Mm. there's no like yeah I really don't believe in this like concept that it's like you have to do all these things to be all the things like if you have a desire your soul's going to lead you there and if you you know let's say you have a sorry he's just making really funny noises so i'm just making sure he's all good you okay mama are you just talking to me oh i think he hears me talk so much he like wants to talk back like he's gonna be <laughs> podcasting in no time <laughs> but yeah, there's not really a right or wrong. And it's like, let's say, for example, like your soul's like really urging you to follow something and you don't because, you know, you just like procrastinate it, fear, like whatever kind of happens. Maybe you don't even notice that you passed an opportunity because, you know, you're just not aware of it at the time. You only notice it in hindsight. Like, that's fine. Your soul's gonna give you another chance. You know, your soul's gonna yeah. guide you again because, again, like I said, those things are inevitable for us and our soul is going to keep urging us with desires. It's going to keep urging us with like wake up things and experiences and challenges and divine timing of things. Like all those things are going to keep happening for us. So I don't stress, you know, like you don't have to be like, shit, I missed my opportunity. Now I'm screwed, but just keep following desire. And as much as you can, you know, trust, trust that. And play around with courage, like play around with what would happen if you tried things out. Again, don't like buy into the expectation that it has to work out how you think it needs to work out every time in your head. One of my favorite affirmations, I don't know if I, I'm, I'm sure I talked about it on the abundance podcast, but if not is um, good things always happen to me. And this is, this was channeled through by my higher self in my first ever quantum leaping um, session that I did when I was like still super broke and it was an evolution of the belief 
everything happens for a reason, but there's just something vibrationally that's so different about good things always happen to me versus everything happens for a reason. And so if you can remind yourself of that at all times, then you stay grounded in the fact that life is happening for you. And this is all part of the plan. You know, this is all part of the plan and it's all part of what's going to give you the richest human experience and lead you to all of those things that you really, really desire to feel and experience in this lifetime. I love that. I love that. Okay. Amazing. Awesome. Thank you so, so much for that. It was incredible. Incredible. Thank you. I love that angle. It's, um, yeah, it feels, it definitely feels expansive from the last one. It's like, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait to hear what people think about this and the aha moments that they have be amazing. Um, yes. but thank you so much again for your time. I so appreciate it and all your wisdom. Absolutely. I'm, I'm honestly so grateful that you asked me again. It's so fun having these conversations with you and to everyone listening. Thank you so much as well. Um, feel free to connect with me anytime as well. I'm at Viola Hug everywhere. And yeah, if you want to talk about working together or any of this stuff, I mean, I talk about a lot of the stuff in my posts, my lives and stuff like that as well, but always feel free to reach out. Amazing. Awesome. Well, thank you again and um, enjoy the rest of your day. What time is it over there? Is it evening? <laughs> Almost 7 p.m. <laughs> okay, go. Enjoy your yeah. evening then. <laughs> yes, awesome. thank you. And I will um, catch up with you soon, my friend. Yeah. Okay, bye. Bye.